0: Is the national health insurance a blessing or a curse for South Africa's health system? That is the big question that we aim to unpack in today's discussion. And the uh, National Assembly uh, in the past week passed the controversial National Health Insurance Bill with 205 MPs in support of it. The bill will now be sent to the NCOP for concurrence, then signed into law eventually by the president. The bill seeks to give all South Africans access to quality health care and makes provision for one pool of healthcare funding for private and public healthcare providers Now, Deputy Director General for the NHI at the Health Department, Dr. Nicholas Crisp, says the primary source of funding for the NHI bill will be the current tax system A few organisations have vowed to legally challenge the implementation of NHI For this discussion we're joined on the line by Dr. Simon Strawn, pediatrician in private practice and the CEO of the South African Private Practitioners Forum Dr. Strawn, thank you very much for joining us
1: Thank you very much and good morning to everyone.
0: And we also have Dr. Zamasomi Maywa Luvuno from the Centre for Rural Health at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. Uh, Dr. Luvuno, good morning.
2: Good morning and thank you for this opportunity.
0: Let, let me start off with uh, you, Dr. Stronin. In layman's terms, what is the NHI and, and what, does it, what does it seek to achieve? And, and, and in, in brief principles, how is it going to do this?
1: So the NHI is a funding mechanism. It's a way of paying for health care. Uh, and this mechanism of paying for health care has, added, uh, as its principle, the desire to provide access to quality health care for all South Africans. That's In a nutshell, that's what it is. Mm. It does this by funding it through taxes, as we have heard. The rest, unfortunately, the bill is very thin on detail. There will be uh, a bolstering of primary health care by decentralised groupings called um, CUPS, which contracting units for public for, uh, contracting units for primary health care, the department mm. for primary health care. So the essence of it is bring primary health care close to where people need it, so people who are seeking health care, uh, can literally go to the nearest health facility and will be able to access the care that they need. That in a nutshell is what the NHI is intending to do.
0: Alright, Dr. Lavuna, in your view, if if there's a need for legislation then, then there is a practical need. What need is this ball, do you think going to to resolve in South Africa?
2: Right, thanks for that question. Because I think it's important to reflect on how our health services are set up currently so that everyone can have a clear picture that we, there is no way we can remain with this way that we deliver and package health services for the community of South Africa. Currently, 80% of the communities don't have access to quality health services. Why do I say this? Because if you look, in particular, at the rural communities, if you were needed to access, say, a pediatrician, like Doc was saying earlier, you are a person who is living in the rural areas, there is no way that you access this pediatrician in this current setting. Further, the need for this bill is also a move from the biomedical packaging of services. Right now, Communities have to wait to be sick to access health services. But with this bill, what the government is trying to do is to shift towards primary health care. Primary health care has got a bigger focus on health promotion, making sure that people are healthy, empowering them to know how to live, remain healthy. Also, primary health care says there will be health workers who are going to be going door to door to ensure that people are healthy where they are through health promotion. Those who end up being unwell, then they then okay. access health services, then they get treatment, and they are supported in their homes through these health practitioners.
0: Dr. Lavuno, I, I get that that is the intention of this ball, but is it not yeah. incumbent on this government to fix as much of the public health system? as possible before they even begin to contemplate NHI, the bringing together of public and private? Because right now, the public health service is simply not maximized.
2: Not maximized because also of the scarcity of resources. So if the resources are pulled together from a point of solidarity, it will then access the fixing, while people are accessing services because that's the thing because right now if we say we wait for the 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 public services to be improved it means this community 80 percent of south africans must be left in this state well, of well, what I'm saying, What I'm services. saying is,
0: and, and I'm going to get the view now of Dr. Strawn as well, is that 80% of South Africa who don't have access to public health services could potentially have better access to health service uh, 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 Dr. Strawn, if the public sector was doing its job properly in the first place So, yeah the, the sad
1: point here is that we don't need an NHI bill to achieve what we need to institute health reform in this country of course we need health reform. Of course there's inequality. Of course everybody needs universal access. That is a given. The question is, is this bill the vehicle to realize that? So you don't need the bill. If you want people in the, pri- in the, in the rural areas to receive good quality access to health care, this bill is not going to put the doctors and health care professionals on the ground. The doctor was saying that if the patient needs to see a pediatrician, this bill has no mechanism at all for out-of-hospital specialist care. The bill only provides for specialist care in hospitals. So if you're going to bolster primary health care in this country, bolstering primary health care, helping people when they are, are at the beginning of illness or just as they are when they are healthy, what that does is it then leads to secondary care and intensive care because you are now picking up people who need health care. And it's not right to say that 80% of the South African population don't have access because 50% of the South African population actually access health care through various models within the private sector at the moment. So, yes, absolutely, 100%. You don't need an NHI bill to fix the current infrastructure. And the NHI bill, when it is fully implemented, as it's mentioned in the bill, the only way it can be fully implemented is to actually fix what's not working at the moment. And we believe in the private sector. You can't achieve that without including the private sector in health reforms going forward.
0: Dr.
2: Lavuna. Yes, I agree. I think this is the beginning of the process to include the private sector. There may be issues in terms of the implementation of the bill and how it's structured, but I think this then needs to start the conversation of the how. It doesn't necessarily mean that it should then be cut off because before it's begun in view of supporting the rest of the population of South Africa. The bill may not be perfect right now, but we had to start somewhere.
0: All right. Let, let me check with you, Dr. Strawn, and, and, and ask the question on behalf of, of the average person with medical aid out there in the private sector. What is to become of one's privilege to afford and choose to have medical aid uh, for one's preferred healthcare provider?
1: So right now, right now nothing's going to change. We mm-hmm. must understand that the bill does say that when the bill is fully implemented, as determined by the Minister of Health, whatever fully implemented means, when it is fully implemented, the funding of healthcare will have to be go through the NHI fund, and medical aids will only be able to fund what the NHI does not. Now, therein lies this: what what is the NHI going to be able to do? How long is that going to take? But let's just answer your question directly and not get distracted. Mm-hmm. The point is that when it is fully implemented, if you are seeking healthcare that is covered through the NHI bill, you will have to access that healthcare through funds or healthcare professionals, not funds, through hospitals or healthcare professionals that are accredited by the NHI bill. You will not have a choice. The money that you are currently spending on your medical aid Mm. will be slurped up and taken away and used somewhere else. The medical aid subsidy that you receive from the government you will not receive. So you'll discretionary spend the money after tax that you are currently choosing to spend on your Mm. medical aid. You will not be able to do that. That money will be taken in a form of tax, we're not sure what, and will be utilized to run the NHI fund, and you won't then have a choice.
0: Dr. Lovuno. Your thoughts around the cost implications here. Numbers bandied about 256 billion rand, but there is a genuine concern that that we, we actually still don't know how much this is really going to cost and where the money is going to come from to fund it.
2: That is true in terms of the clarity of the bill in terms of the funding uh, source. But all the same... I feel the process is part of what needs to emerge from this bill. It would make sense if people are going against the bill and saying, give us more detail rather than saying, don't start. So the funding is still a challenge. Uh, The other thing that emerges is uh, the challenges we're having already in terms of the um, management of funds in the government coffers. But I think with this bill, this is where the communities that are out there must say the people who should look after this bill should not be politicians, should not be politically driven, but people with skills who would be appointed for this specific duty, beyond politics, so that it's not the usual um, uh, catered deployment uh, that's going to be looking after the NHI. And it should be beyond the Department of Health, getting people who are skilled in terms of management of funds and uh, projects of this nature.
0: Dr. Strawn, we're at the point of it being a bull. We're waiting for the NCOP to uh, give concurrence and then the president needs to sign it. With all the legal challenges out there right now against NHI, do you think we'll get to that point where it will be policy in this country or will it not stand up to uh, the rigors and testing in in a court of law?
1: Well, I think it's doubtful whether it's going to stand up to the rigors of the Constitution. Hmm. It will go through the NCOP. When it will be debated by the NCOP, it's going to be very interesting to see how the Council of Provinces handle this bill whether it goes through as a party political statement or whether people actually apply their minds to the detail of it. Because this is not about health reform. Health reform has to start right now. We can't institute a bill that is flawed. Even, even the position that my colleague was taking now, saying we can't be casual to the point that there's a problem with administration, there's a problem with governance, that's written into the bill. So, we can't enact something that is flawed to start with. So, nobody's saying we don't need health reform. We're saying we need to revisit this particular bill because if it is enacted, the legal challenges are going to be massive. And we've already heard through parliamentary legal advice that there is an issue with uh, constitutionality of certain aspects of this bill. It's going to be a fight and one that I really believe. The sad thing is this bill's been around since 2009. We've all participated as much as we could, the opportunities we were given. Nobody's been heard. Nobody's been even given the respect of, of, of an opportunity to significantly engage and discuss. So, yeah, that's what we need to do.
0: We need to... All right. Yeah, over to you. There we go. Dr. Simon Straughan, pediatrician in private practice and the CEO of the South African Private Practitioners Forum. And Dr. Zamasomi Miwa-Luvuno is from the Center for Rural Health at the University of KwaZulu-Natal. Thank you very much for engaging with us on this very important topic.